I'm John Barrett Ingalls, and this is The How, The Why, presented by 1888. Every week, we connect with artists, authors, and innovators in the world of publishing and literature to discuss their creative process and creative purpose and explore the evolution of the industry. 1888 serves as a regional catalyst for the preservation, presentation, and promotion of cultural heritage and literary arts. Let's get connected. Hello and welcome to The How, The Why, brought to you by 1888. My name is Dean Moses. I'm the author of A Store Docs, one of three novellas published from Summer Writing Project 2015. Today, I'm connected with one of the top 25 authors from Summer Writing Project 2016. Let's start off by introducing yourself. Tell us, uh, tell us your name, the name of your novella, the genre, and briefly what it's about. Hi, my name's Kristen, pen name uh, Corin Rayburn, and I'm the author of the novella Subterran. It's a social science fiction story that takes place in the far future, and it's about this um, very government-regimed colony that exists underneath the ice of Antarctica. And uh, its citizens are kept very pacified through uh, hyper-consumerism, through the latest gadgets, drugs, bio-enhancements, and um, our protagonist, Jonah gets involved in some scary stuff along the way, like genetic experimentation. So eventually, throughout the book, you get to see what his frivolous lifestyle has cost him. Oh, that sounds very, very interesting. Um, so I was in your position last year, and I know it's it's quite a ride doing this uh, painting in the Summer Writing Project. How are you finding the process so far? Uh, I'm finding it pretty interesting because um, this project, uh, this book, I actually started writing quite a while ago, um, maybe eight or nine years ago. Oh, and oh, so... Oh. Right now, I'm sort of revisiting it, doing an edit, and doing the Juke Pop Summer Writing Project has given me a chance to kind of look over it with fresh eyes, get some feedback, and you know, I've grown as a writer since then and worked on other projects. So this is just, it's kind of a great way to revisit something that I've had to shelve for a while and, you know, see what else I come up with. So, so Juke Pop gives you the option to edit it at any time. Do you, seeing you, this is an older story that you've written, are you editing it first or are you putting it on Juke Pop? seeing what people think of it, and then editing it? Mostly I'm editing it first. It's been a long ride where I've gone through several rounds of edits, and so just kind of some light editing, posting it up there, and you know, putting it out for the world to read, and just waiting to see what happens. So what motivated you to enter the Summer Writing Project? Uh, well, I added the story actually to Juke Pop prior to the Summer Writing Project, and um, I just thought it might be a way to get more people to read the story, get some more info. I was interested in the workshopping element and everything that came with that. And so I thought maybe I'd just add the story and see what happens and go from there. Have you received any comments on your story that have made you go back and edit it even more and change the direction it was going? Or have you just sort of kept uh, your original idea? I haven't received much feedback. So part of joining the Summer Writing Project was to possibly reach a wider audience. And yeah, I'm definitely open to feedback. And it's a story that I've workshopped through various places, um, some classes, parts of it. So uh, yeah, definitely opening, open to changing things if I get some feedback that I think is relevant and important. And just, you know, it's a, 
it's nice to be part of a community and to see what other people think. And, you know, writing is kind of a solitary pro process. So it's great to be connected to other people and, you know, participate in that in like a communal kind of way. Do you, um, how, how did you go about promoting your story? Is, is there any special way you did it? Because obviously you're in the top 25, so you have uh, quite a lot of readerships. And for me, when I, when I, I entered it, I said it in a, in a previous podcast, I, uh, the first year I entered it, I wrote a, a story about a bank robber. And my way of promoting it was to Photoshop this wanted poster and then plaster it around my neighborhood with the website, trying to get people interested and think, oh, what's that? And, and click the uh, website. Did you do any special promotion? Uh, that's clever. I like that, by the way. Oh, um, thank you. Actually, um, terrible at, at promotion. You know, I like to do the writing process, and then when it comes time to put your story out there in the world, it's you know it's kind of a different beast. But um, I do what I can. So I try to update regularly, about once a week, and then just the usual channels. You know, I have Facebook and a blog that I keep, and so I'll post on there when I update the story. So if people want to check it out, they can. Do you do you have a custom cover at all? Uh, I don't. I'm actually a graphic designer, but when it comes to my own uh, writing work, I'm a bit, a bit lazy. So the cover is just something I kind of threw together based on a concept. And so, yeah, you know, I would definitely, down the line, probably be interested in putting together a more professional-looking cover. You mentioned about the um, putting putting the chapters up. Had you you said you do it? Do you do it weekly or every few days? How often do you update yours? I do it weekly. I haven't been great at keeping on a consistent schedule. For a while, I was trying to do it every Thursday or Friday, and lately there's been things going on in my life that have kind of stalled me from being more consistent about it. But, yeah, I try to do it weekly at least. And I'll, I'll do maybe uh, two, three chapters at a time because for this novella, the chapters are very short. Okay. And so two or three chapters kind of equal the length of um, a regular chapter. Well, that's the thing about the... Uh... <laughs> the um, being a writer, isn't it? So many things interfere. Where sometimes you can do a lot of writing at once, and other times they have to go droughts about writing at all. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I wish it was more consistent, but some days, you know, you can just write and write, and then other days you're just staring at that blank screen. So like... <laughs> exactly. Uh, what inspired you to write it? Um, actually, I think uh, this one, what inspired me to write it was boredom at work. I was working full time as a web designer and it was a good job and I enjoyed it, but I would sometimes have downtime and so I would you know, be bad and start doing what I really wanted to do, which was write. And it was kind of just based on what was going on around me at the time. And a lot of what I write is kind of a, like a social commentary, but with a futuristic twist, because the thing I love about science fiction is that it's such a great way to make social commentary by just taking you know, the way our society currently is and turning up the dial a little bit to show how absurd it is. So it's something I've always enjoyed watching other people do and writing something I've always done. So that kind of just inspired me to keep doing this as a way to entertain myself and as a way to express something that I wanted to express. That's, that's great. Um, why did you pick the genre that you picked? Because for me, um, I mentioned this also, but I, I was sort of a first time horror writer and that was the one that ended up getting me published. Why did you choose your genre? Genre is interesting because uh, you know it's very uh, commercial and it comes down to marketing when people like to pigeonhole things into you know this is literary fiction this is science fiction or fantasy and, and you know people like to categorize things like that and I do uh, sorry it's my cat yeah, don't <laughs> worry, I, I have quite a few cats myself yeah she has something to say but uh, yeah I'm very she's, interested she's in like you didn't mention this you didn't mention that she's telling you what. yeah exactly she's like oh you know I have something to say about genre it's Cleo. Bye. <laughs> 
But um, but yeah, I'm very interested in genre bending, cross genre. But science fiction kind of just gravitated towards it because, like I said, I think that there, it's a great way to say things about society, and it's also a lot of fun. I mean, there's hard science fiction and soft science fiction, and I'm definitely the soft science fiction. I'm not a scientist, so it doesn't necessarily you know make sense when you boil it down. But you can you have so much freedom, I think, yeah. to make anything up and it's just fun and you can do anything with it so you haven't been calling any scientists up and say how does this work <laughs> <laughs> so i mean i do a bit of research because when you write science fiction you want to at least be plausible to most people i've had actual scientists say to me in workshops like whoa that doesn't make sense exactly like you know it's it's my story yeah, so yeah, I, I think that same thing with because uh, i i used to write historical fiction and I don't think everything was historically accurate but it's got you know your own take on it so i don't think that's too much of a problem Mm-hmm. Do you draw any experiences from your? Real, I know it's science fiction, but do you draw any experiences or characters from your real life and put them in your story? Definitely, I think everybody does. I mean, um, in this story in particular, Jonah, the main character, meets a lot of people. He has a lot of sexual encounters, actually, which he can't remember very well because he's so bio-enhanced that he has to sacrifice memory and is pretty much on some kind of drug enhancement all the time. Oh, my goodness. This doesn't sound like any but, fun. Yeah, that's not necessarily my uh, my personal experience. <laughs> is it? Is it? Well, well, you know. <laughs> I do in writing what I can't do in real life. Or, you know, we'll, we'll just stick with that story. But, uh but, but yeah, there's, you know, you meet people and you kind of, you take uh, things from, from one person and another person and you build a character and, you know, I think writers are observers. And so all the time you're observer, observing people, whether they're just people that are your friends or that you just meet briefly. And then you, you kind of store that in your database and then you can use that to build your characters. So I know you mentioned that this is a story that you've written in the past and you're rewriting it. Is it finished or have you still got to put an ending on it? It is finished, actually. So there's a. I think I've published about forty-five chapters on Jukepop. Oh wow! Or fifty-seven. But remember, they're very short chapters. So. Well, congratulations on making it into the top twenty-five. Do you have any advice for aspiring writers to listening to you and wondering how you did it? Do you have any advice? For- um, I would say just keep at it, you know, um, be consistent in writing. I I was recently taking a workshop class at UCLA and, um, the teacher there mentioned, uh, you know, 20 minutes each day, like, you know, sometimes you get caught up. Usually writing is not your main job. It's your your night job. You have a day job, but you know, you can usually find 20 minutes a day to, to set aside for writing. And so I would just say, keep at it, you know, talk to other people about it, share your work and just, you know, be consistent with it. Do do you have any, um, writer friends who help you edit your story yeah i mean I'll, I'll do workshopping and then i have some friends that i'll send stuff to and ask for their feedback and it's always great to get a fresh set of eyes and you know get intelligent people reading your work and getting their thoughts on it so i really appreciate that because you can only do so much and see it with your own eyes so it's great to have other opinions on it well sadly we're almost out of time but is there anything that we haven't touched upon that you would like to mention uh, I don't think so. This has been fun. It's uh-huh. been a great interview. Thank you so much for talking to me. I uh, much appreciate it, and good luck with your story. Great. Thanks so much. Thank you. This has been The How, The Why with John Barrett Ingalls. The show is produced by Kevin Stanick and yours truly with production assistance by Sarah Becker. The How, The Why theme music was composed and performed by Dan Record. Please consider supporting 1888 and our mission. 
Become an 1888 advocate by purchasing our books, participating in our programs, and pledging today. For more information, visit 1888.center. That's 1888.center. I want to remind you all to keep making art. Thank you.